0: Hello, everyone, and welcome back to QManera, your favorite queer Numenera pod slash podcast. We're excited to have you with us and hope you enjoy our game. If you love our show, we hope you'll rate and review us on iTunes or wherever you consume your pod slash podcast. Every review brightens our day and helps new listeners to find us. We don't pay to advertise our show, so we hope you'll recommend us to your friends and just about anyone. Keep up to date with all our shenanigans, streams and giveaways by following us on Twitter at EQpoints. If you want notifications for when we're streaming our episodes before they're released, be sure to follow us on twitchtv points and say hi. We love chatting with all of you. Stay tuned after the episode for some more exciting announcements.
1: Be gay. Roll Dice!
2: An LGBTQIA actual play podcast network.
0: Hello, everyone. Um, welcome to our Numenera game. I am Kelrick, the narrator, and my pronouns are he, him. And I'm here with my fabulous cast. If you all would like to... Why don't we start in screen order
1: what's up everybody i'm cage and i'll be playing charlie the strong-willed nano who talks to machines and we're all very awake and alive this morning (laughs) so this should be a really fun session yeah
3: hi i'm aaron uh i play Riley, a graceful glaive who speaks with a silver tongue and we both use they/them pronouns and i am so awake that i have coffee
2: and hello uh my name is kenny uh i use he they pronouns and i play hilly and jossa an earnest jack who howls at the moon and i totally did not need to read my character sheet to do that
1: i read my character sheet every time <laughs> me too <laughs>
2: it's Same. the smartest way of doing that he uses he him pronouns by the way excellent
0: we pick up in the shelter with the numenera device having been used by Marcus to talk to you through some traps and stuff and then Marcus it has just faded like they're very they're exhausted by what they showed you and like they have gone to lay down and they are passed out so you will have a few hours of Marcus just out cold what do you do?
3: I think Rylu is going to. I mean, it's still morning, right? Well, it's I guess we've noon. Studied that for a yeah. while, yeah. Um. Well, Rylu got a new weapon uh, that Marcus brought back. Uh, I think. Let me find my. Sheet. I think it was a pole. It was a pole arm of some sort. Uh, where is it? There it is. Yeah. So it's like a. my, my shoot says pole arm. But if I remember correctly, it was like a spear almost.
0: It um, is, whatever you want to make it, so why don't you just describe it?
3: Yeah, it's a, I don't know if they're called this in real life, but I'm imagining like a glaive, which is from one of my favorite books, which is like, it's a polearm with like, um, a blade to one side. And then like, I know there's a name for it in real life. Halberd? Maybe it's a halberd.
0: That one's basically a blade and it has like a small spike out the back.
3: Okay, yeah, so it's basically that. Yeah, that's what a okay. blade is. it is. So that's, it's actually called that in real life. Too. Um, yeah, so it's basically like a giant blade on a stick with like a spike in the back. Um, okay. I think Rylou's going to go out front, I guess, and practice with it and start like making up new routines and stuff.
0: Okay, and it's, I mean, it's a medium weapon, so it's roughly the length of a quarterstaff or spear with then the blade on top of it. So what, maybe six feet tall?
3: Mechanically, does it have reach? I don't know if that's a thing in this game.
0: Uh, No, because it's immediate, close, medium, right. and yep. long. So right. I think it's still...
2: Immediate range.
0: Immediate range, yeah.
2: Yeah, a little bit less tactical.
0: Um, I would say that if you practice with it and decide to put some experience into it, you could um, give yourself some sort of training ability where if you are next to um, Hillian or Charlie and you've practiced together, you can use it for um, sort of like a combo attack with them and you can find a way to add damage by working together.
3: Totally. I uh, I didn't when I bought it. I didn't even think about that. I was just yeah. right now. I was like, oh, I wonder.
0: I'm just trying to uh, yeah. give you different ways of spending your experience because I feel yeah. like that would be something kind of cool.
3: Riley was eventually going to be a metal porcupine, so
0: <laughs>
3: like, <laughs> like I'm just collecting weapons at this point because that's you know a glaive, but also like you got to freshen up your routine every now and then. And how better for a weapon stance to do that than to get a new weapon?
0: So true. And, I mean, what happens if you have all the them you and an iron wind comes by? Who knows?
3: I mean, if an iron wind comes by, I'm dead anyway, so...
0: (laughs) Or you're an iron porcupine. Who knows? Oh, my God. New character. (laughs) All right. So what do you all do? You're practicing. Um, Why don't you do a couple rolls to see how you do with that?
3: Sure. Um, I have medium... Nah, medium blade wouldn't be it, but... um... Yeah, it would is it a I guess it's a blade I did not know if Paul wanted a blade because
0: I would give it to you
3: okay cool uh so I have that I have balance which I'm assuming would just be a part of the thing mm-hmm. maybe sure. uh the per- and then physical performance mm-hmm.
0: um
3: and then we'll just do some speed rolls. and uh I feel like Riley would put effort in I don't want to spend effort on it but Riley would so I will
0: I feel like this is so different from everything else you've used that the challenge rating is a little higher. Yeah. So you still have to make your rolls and let's just do three. All right. Great.
3: You said so you wanted 17. three,
0: three rolls, a 17 right.
3: First, the second one, a not four.
0: Effort.
3: And then so like Riley gets cocky halfway through and then the third one.
0: put in more Awesome. Yeah. You, you get, you try Uh, In the second one for the four, you tried something kind of complicated and cool. You're trying to incorporate moves from um, a different weapon and it doesn't work out. And you narrowly miss hitting yourself with the with the spike end of it because of how you're flipping it. And I mean, narrowly like enough that you were like, hmm, maybe I should be a little more careful and so I think you slow things down and then you hit the 11. And so you, you have a really good practice. I figure that's going to take you a good couple hours. Cause you're pretty dedicated mm-hmm. to this.
3: Yeah. And for everyone listening, it was the 17, four and 11. So started off strong and then went like cock too cocky and then like slow bit went more basic.
0: Cool. So while you're doing that, let's check in with Charlie.
1: Yeah. So Charlie is um, just kind of like semi resting as well. I mean, she's not like sleeping, but mm-hmm. she's um, does this place come with like furniture? Like, is there like yeah. a table and yes. stuff or is it just like a skull of a skull of a house? OK, this is so she's prob-
0: it's got two rooms and it, um, it has furniture in those rooms. So it has a small like little kitchen space so it's like a new york studio with a wall separating for the room but the wall doesn't actually go all the way up to the ceiling so you can still like have two feet of clearance over the top so
1: perfect brilliant yeah <laughs> um so what charlie is probably doing so she grabbed a couple of things from her house before she left
0: mm-hmm. um and one of them did i send that
1: to you i
0: don't think so Oh, I thought I did.
1: Sorry. <laughs> uh, one of those items is a necklace, um, and it's a necklace that's made of gears and other machine parts. Oh, good. I so thought you something... said
0: ears. I was like, what?
1: <laughs> oh, no gears. gears.
0: gears. Okay.
1: No, that would be a pretty off-brand for Charlie to have a necklace made of. I gears. know. <laughs> is
0: there? Are are we bringing out a layer of Charlie that I didn't know? i mean cool (laughs) there's 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 a there's a side of charlie that is not spoken of often (laughs) and only in whispers
1: yeah so this this item that she brought from home is a necklace that's made out of gears and other machine parts and essentially what it is is it's um kind of how you would imagine like a charm bracelet being it like as she goes on different like adventures and things like that she adds like another like component to it um and so um uh there was something that she had from ephramon just like a little whatever. And so she's got her little bag of tools out with like her pliers and wire and stuff like that. And she's just adding to this necklace out at, at the table.
0: Awesome. And I can see that taking some serious time. And
1: mm-hmm.
0: how about Hilly? Well, wants
1: to make this is like something that means a lot to her. So she's certainly it. taking you know the time to make sure it looks very nice, but also so that way nothing will dislodge and. Um, I mean, she works quickly because she's just so used to this kind of stuff, but, um, but she is, you know, also, you know, making sure that it, you know, the intricacies are perfect.
0: Love it. Absolutely love it. I expect some art of this soon. <laughs> <laughs>
1: but not for me, cause I can't draw.
2: And how about, <laughs> um, Hillian? Um, Hillian is going to be taking this time, um, I feel like the default answer is like foraging, but um I think they're also going to be helping train Jacques to to do the, the mine sweeping basically. Um, is your
0: is your line gonna be Jacques, do the thing?
2: <laughs> Jacques, do the thing. Uh no, um I think um uh, Hillian leads Jacques to like the um to the edge of the camp encampment area. And then um, are, are we close enough to that area to um, see any traps or are we still like a days or so way out? Uh, I think you're about two days out. Okay. Oops, I'm thinking I hit my microphone too, so. Hey, there you go. Um, right. So I think Hillian does like mock-ups of what it looks like, um, of what the thing actually visibly looks like. Mm -hmm. And um, puts, you know, Jacques treats in and around it. And then um, we'll like start making the noise that they heard in the recording Mm -hmm. to try to um, help Jacques remember it and understand it. And so, um, yeah, the, the afternoon is spent doing Jacques drills. Awesome. I think that's awesome
0: nighttime comes around and uh, Marcus gets up but they're obviously still a little woozy and they're just like oh that projector just takes a lot out of you oof um can one of you all take care of dinner for us cause I'm I'm tired
3: Rylou <clears throat> R- oh. you're you gonna do dinner oh. I mean, if you want me to cook, that's fine. But last time you told me that you weren't going to let me cook anymore. Oh, right. I mean, I'll do it. I mean, I I don't mind cooking, but I am the only one that tends to enjoy it. <laughs> and
2: how about you, Susha, for me? It sounds like a good night to me. Cool. We got you, Marcus.
0: <laughs> awesome. So you all spend your time cooking dinner and just, it's this nice companionable experience of just being together and your normal banter and stuff. (laughs) (laughs) And the evening comes to a close and Marcus, as soon as dinners are over, just goes right back to bed. Like they are, they're looking better, but they are obviously quite tired. Is there anything you all want to do at all? Um, Otherwise, let's move on to the next morning.
3: Yeah, I don't have anything particularly.
0: Awesome. Mm -hmm. So the next morning, you all get up and um, Marcus is looking noticeably better. And they're getting, they're like, okay, let's get on the road. Let's go. And as long as everyone's ready, you get the anines packed up and you have this permanent shelter marked on your map and you all start traveling um who is let's go who's going to be rolling first for potential encounters Higher, or low percentage
3: I Good. just wanted to note that we got a whole night through without having to have a problem, y'all. That's amazing.
1: It's because we had a house that we stayed in, and it <laughs> wasn't anywhere where we anyone would anticipate us to be. <laughs>
2: I mean, perfect time for GM intrusion, cooking dinner right there. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, With the diner scene. <laughs> I will note
0: that Hillian <laughs> also has an instant shelter cipher oh, in their I? bag.
2: Well, no way in, <laughs> in hell am mug. I putting it in the in the the middle of uh, a death trap area. So, <laughs> staying <laughs> firmly in his bag. <laughs> so, all right,
0: who's rolling first? Oh,
1: uh, Charlie can.
0: All right, high or low? Uh,
1: go
0: high. All right. That's what a fifty. Fifty. <laughs> I
1: think that counts.
0: Fifty-one is oh, okay. technically. Oh
1: yeah, because it's technically
3: one to 50, 51 to hundred, right? Uh, oh, cause yep. there's no way to roll a there's zero. There's no, it's no way to roll a zero. Uh-huh.
1: <laughs> Son of
0: a, <laughs> it was so close. All right.
1: Um, I don't think I've ever rolled a 50 on percentile dice before. <laughs> yeah. It's
0: kind of amazing. So Charlie,
1: mm-hmm. what
0: are you doing through the morning as you are traveling? Is Charlie still working on their necklace? Are they doing something else? what are they doing? As we're
1: actually traveling. Yes. Yeah. She would not be working on the necklace anymore. Cause there's too many small bits and bobs to be doing while and while moving. Mm-hmm. Um, so she would have that all securely packed away. Um, I mean, I would imagine that, uh, she's probably engaging in small talk or otherwise just kind of like looking around. She's never been to this part of the forest before. So she's probably just kind of like, Um, you know, trying to kind of look around, um, but like also just kind of curious about where that we're going. So she's probably talking with Marcus. I mean, asking like, you know, is this the way that you came? And like, do you remember anything happening between here and there? And just kind of small talk type stuff like that. Okay. And if I remember correctly, I kind of stated that Charlie... Uh, was familiar with riding aneens, but was not a pro. So there are probably also moments where she's, like, you know, like, feeling like she's falling, even if she's not. And she, like, you know, like, uh, holds the, you know, onto the aneen a little tighter. Or like, um, mm-hmm. there's just, like, moments where she realized that she was not paying, it like, as strong attention to riding the anine. And even if she was doing fine, she'd have, like, that moment of, like, Oh, I just did that
0: wrong. Yeah. So I think as you are riding along, you are sort of on the tree side because you're still in the Baudenu Forest, but you're close to the open plains area. But you're more on the tree side. And as you were riding along, your inexperience, it it definitely plays into it. So I'm going to give you a dream GM intrusion, unless you would mm-hmm. like to pay to not have one.
1: <sighs> I do have some XP I could use, but sure. Let's take it. Let's, let's see what you got.
0: All right. So you've got one XP. Why don't you add that to yours?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And then who would you give the second XP to?
1: I'll give the second XP to uh, let's do a uh, Hillian for uh, all of the Jacques training earlier.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay. That's actually perfect. Because as you were traveling along, you accidentally bump into one of you, you, you are misguiding the anine, and it sort of bumps one of the trees. Mm-hmm. And you hear a very familiar sound. To you, it's not unpleasant. You're just... It's a little surprising. But it sounds like... The Jacques before this one. So it's kind of like that squirrely, chitter noise. Yeah. Only multiply that by about 50. Oh, shit. And... (laughs) From the trees above you, you see what looks like... A nest of. It looked like just a giant brownish red ball. Mm
1: -hmm. And
0: picture a spider egg nest Mm -hmm. when all Mm -hmm. the spiders come out. I'd rather
1: not, thanks.
0: Only instead, (laughs) it's these little furry chipmunk like things. And. They explode down towards you. Mm, So mm -hmm. you see them coming, and what do you do? I scream. That's one of the most honest answers I've ever had in an RP session.
1: (laughs) I mean, honestly, like we faced like Jurassic Park and whatnot, but like we had rounds to prepare for most of those encounters. (laughs) This is a large mass of furry, furious creatures that are coming down at me from the sky. Yeah. Caught unaware.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So you scream. If you would be uh-huh. so kind as to roll another percentile dice to see if you gather anyone else's a scream attention.
1: Scream roll, a scream roll. Yeah. Uh, do, I, do I do high, or high low? low? Always. I'll do high again. Okay. Fifty-five.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so you scream, and you don't draw any other attention that you know of. <laughs> so that's lucky. Do you point? Do you curl up? Do you what do you you scream and you just freeze?
1: Um, Any of these I are fine. scream, and I think that I, like, uh, take the reins of the anine, and I, like, whip it to the side, kind of, like, to veer myself away as much as I can.
0: If I could have a speed roll, please.
1: Yeah, um, we're definitely going to apply some effort. Let's maybe do two effort on this speed roll. Mm-hmm.
0: Oh, a 15. Oh, that's, nice. yeah. that's really good. Yeah. So you are actually able to control the anine enough to get it to do it exactly what you want. Oh, so perfect. you do that. And as you do so, the chipmunks burst off of the tree and they have the fur actually turns into it like lifts up and it looks like dragonfly wings on their back and they start flying at you while
1: literal flying. Excuse me.
2: My job
0: could not do this. (laughs) Uh, Like I said, it sounds familiar. It doesn't mean it's the exact same thing. (laughs) So these are
1: terrifying.
0: Yeah. So
1: somebody call the exterminator. We've got pests on our hands.
3: (laughs) This is like an iron wind, but furry.
0: And there's only 50 of them. What are y'all gonna uh, what are Rylou and Hillian doing?
1: Are they also screaming? <laughs> yip yip, <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs>
1: Don't move.
2: No, um I think um, let's see here. So I think immediately Oh gods. Um so I think immediately um, Hillian would uh, roll Encouraging Presence. Be like,
1: okay, everyone,
2: stay calm. We got this. (laughs) Cool.
0: What does that do for you?
2: So for one minute, uh, allies within short range gain asset on defense rolls.
0: Great. So you do that, and are you moving away as you do it?
2: uh yes
0: okay um how about rylou
3: rylou is like like i said yip yip ah, bopping their mount. like all right let's outrun these fuckers (laughs) (laughs) Uh, screw this weird furry hell
0: okay (laughs) give me a speed roll oh i need one from hildian as well because y'all have to control
3: what I said, I don't know why this is scarier than a Jurassic I think it's because there's 50 of them. Like, I could fight one big thing. How do you fight 50 tiny flying devils?
2: Who knows? Dear everyone, we love the furry community here at Experience Points. <laughs>
3: oh, yeah, that wasn't about, like, yeah. <laughs> it's not great. It's a two plus uh, one level of
0: effort. Yeah, you actually, because this is so scary for you. You actually botch being, I mean, you're really good at, um, (laughs) writing the means you fail, like you like panic, kick it. And instead of running, it starts like bucking and jumping. And why don't you roll percentile dice?
3: Does my careful movement make it
0: easier for me? Uh. Not in this case, no. Ugh. Percentile dice, high or low? High. Oh,
3: I said high, but yeah. it went low.
0: So with a nine, <laughs> I would like you to roll. All right, go ahead and roll a d10, please. Okay. 10. Ooh. I don't know if
3: that's good.
0: And roll me an intellect check for perception to see oh if you gosh. notice.
3: I'm not putting in
0: effort. I'm panicked. Wait, what am I rolling a d? Just to check. Uh huh. A six, probably not. You do not notice. Perfect. Okay. All right. So, while you were trying to um, handle that, you are now <laughs> staying in place and tr- just holding on to this Nina as trying to buck you off. And Charlie is screaming, and Hillian is trying to calm and help you all, you know, get through this and moving away. And the squirrels are flying right at Charlie. Please roll a speed defense roll.
1: <laughs> I will also be using some effort on this. Okay. Um,. I'm going to do just one level though, because I don't have a lot of speed,
0: (laughs) y'all. Okay. Or
1: TD2.
0: Okay. So the squirrels all converge on your anine. No. And I would like for you to roll a D10, please. Okay, if you would be so kind as to roll a perception check.
1: A perception check, hey?
0: Oh, and by the way, you rolled a four and a three on the items. Uh,
1: um, uh, so perception, that's intellect. I mm-hmm. have that, so I'm going to put two levels of effort. hmm That's two. <laughs> For
0: TD2. Well, with your effort and your abilities because you have thankfully you have um Hillian's help and uh roll a second time. The
1: uh perception? Uh-huh. I'm also going to put two levels of effort on this. <laughs>
0: uh-huh okay
1: eight for a td4
0: so on the eight you see that one of the squirrels has grabbed your book of numenera
1: oh heck no
0: and is jumping away Shatter one.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay Use it.
1: No, okay. So if it's just like one squirrel that's running away with my book, I'll use onslaught.
0: Okay. Roll it.
1: I'm
3: so wildly disappointed. I was so excited for that shatter wand. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Actually,
1: the shatter wand does like
3: it explodes. Aura
1: damage. Yeah. Oh shoot, that could be kind of fun.
0: Uh, You are surrounded by fifty squirrels, and one of them is taking your book that you can see. So do it.
1: So how does that work? If the target is slain, the target shatters, exploding in immediate radius, three points of damage.
3: Mm-hmm. They're squirrels; they can't have that much health.
1: Well, and it does the the initial one deals damage equal to the level. So it's unless like, they have more than eight health, mm-hmm. that sounds like that would well, be a are lot you doing for it a squirrel. Or not? Yeah, let's use the shatter wand. <laughs> Okay, so if this we're is how all... the wand gets destroyed. I think I'm okay with that.
2: We're Same, all within intermediate range, though. FYI, it's
1: just yeah, th- it it's three, three damage. damage to us. All right, we all ahead. just rested.
0: Roll your, um, I believe it's a speed attack because it's uh, ranged. Don't roll a one.
1: 15. Nice.
0: Fifteen. So. What does it look like when you use the shatter wand? Because it does not have to look the same as when Aaron does. Now, when you use it, there is no visible anything that comes off the wand. Mm -hmm. But what happens to the squirrel does not have to be the exact same thing. Or it can be. What happens?
1: Yeah. So, uh, (laughs) Charlie's like, like screaming. And then all of a sudden veers the Theanine to the side and uh, out of the corner of her eye sees one of these little fluffy beings snag her book, which, first of all, is probably like, I don't know if y'all have ever seen like college campus squirrels, but like they will take things like four times their size. I've seen them with like those gigantic cookies with like a whole slice of pizza. Like these are clearly college squirrels. Um and so this little bugger snakes my book away from me and I go, Oh no, you don't (laughs) and Charlie whips out that wand and uh points it directly at the squirrel that has her book and um and yeah, so like the the wand or there's like nothing that like um visually happens with the wand, so it almost feels like it doesn't work at first. Um, but then all of a sudden the squirrel just like stops in its tracks and like the fur just kind of like, um, it's almost like it got like frightened. It like, all stands on end and like a couple of seconds later and all of a sudden it just like implodes.
0: Oh no, it explodes.
1: Okay, it explodes.
0: Yeah, Sorry. all of those crystal shards go flying everywhere. Um, roll... 2d10, please. Nice. So, half of that is 42. 40, yeah, 85 divided by 2. 42, basically. If we round down.
1: Oh, did you
0: want me to do, like, a percentile? Nope. You you rolled an 8 and a 5, so 85. I rolled an 8 and an 8. Oh, an 8 and 8. So, that's 44. Yeah. So it explodes into these needle-like shards that pierce 44 other squirrels. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Killing them instantly. <laughs> there are now six squirrels left.
1: Okay, but important question, is my book okay?
0: <laughs> Your book has some damage, but-, but it's just the
1: cover, right? <laughs>
0: I would like you to do another uh, perception check, and actually, Hillian, you can do a perception check as well.
2: All right. Uh, I think it's chaotic. Hillian uh, is gonna have to use some effort.
1: <laughs> I roll an eighteen.
0: Cool. So you see that the another. Ooh, and I'm okay. eleven. Okay. So. we got d six. Yeah. Yep. Um, you. You notice that another squirrel had stolen your Tinkering with Numenera book.
1: What? What do they want with books?
0: They're just taking their stuff. They and stole so, something
3: from me too. I just don't know it.
0: Um, <laughs> And so there are six left and when they see everything else die, they just leave. Like they just go running back to their So train. are
1: both of my books like falling from the sky right
0: now? Yeah, they
3: are.
1: Yeah. Charlie's gonna
0: go quick
3: scoop those babies up. Yeah. And all this time, can Riley
1: do another perception
3: check?
0: Um, you can. Uh, first, do is Charlie and Riley both need to do speed checks to get their anine back under control? Okay. It's a 15. Fifteen. That'll work. So Charlie is able to, and Charlie goes and gets her book
3: yeah um i have careful movement or balance i don't know if either of those help
0: um i think we had said previously that careful movement helps you stay on okay so no
3: okay i didn't know if getting it under control was part of like being on top like the balance was part of it
0: um no, I think that's just holding on to it. I think getting control of it is different. And I think that cool. would have to have something to do with animals.
3: A nine plus one level of effort, so it beats a TD4. Yeah,
0: you're totally able to get it under control. So what's Hillian doing now that the you've seen all of these squirrels die? And I will need you to do your roll to make sure that the Shutter Wand hasn't depleted.
2: Hey, um... Let's see here. (laughs) Um, Hillian just watches all of these, um, squirrels just fall to the ground and, um, he's like, Oh, oh no. Okay. Okay. It's okay? Is everyone okay? And, like, Hillian is processing, but he also knows that it's the party. <laughs> like. Mm-hmm.
0: Is anyone gonna respond, or is everyone just in shock? Riley's too busy getting the mount under control.
1: I mean, Charlie has stopped screaming, so
0: <laughs> can I get the de- can I get the depletion roll from Is that just a D twenty? It's just a D twenty. Okay. All right, not a one. Six. Still works. And you're able to get your aneen, you pick up your books. Um, they are the worst for wear. There are crystal shards in them. And it's going to take you some time to repair the Numenera book. The Tinkering with Numenera, give me a, a percentile roll in call High or Low.
1: 21! No! 21. So
0: that book is also damaged, and you will need to spend some time either getting a new book and copying it or finding a way to repair it. Make a note on both of them, if you would, that you have a, a slight negative to tinkering with Numenera. And your understanding with Numenera. So on both of those, you'll have a negative one to any roll you make until you get them repaired. Was it worth the experience? I thought it was fun. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. so It wasn't because
3: I know what happened.
0: I don't know what you're talking about. All right. So you all continue. And what did Railu roll for... They rolled a six for getting the Nina under control.
3: Sorry. No, I rolled a, no, that was an accident roll. The one, oh yeah, no, yeah. It was a TD, the, the nine, it The was nine. A nine plus the level of effort.
0: Okay. So you were able to do that. I think you did it well enough that you can get one more perception check. Oh, please, please,
3: please, I'm putting two levels of effort into this. Oh, oh, it beats okay. a TD3, though, because I put two levels of effort in.
0: No, I'm not going to give that one to you. <laughs> I think easy. you just
3: don't like me, I think that's what it is. This is, this is personal. I, I know. What the, it's okay. It's okay. <laughs> I forgive you. I forgive you. It's okay.
0: Oh, that's amazing. Okay. So you all continue on. And who's going to roll for the the next check on whether something it ain't me. Uh, well you're done. It's
2: not me. Hillian will uh right. using his forest pathfinding. <laughs> <laughs> what? I uh after needs recovery rolls. Yeah, oh. after rolling recovery Oh
0: okay. Uh yeah, yeah. Don't forget to check he okay. needs recovery. Cool. Okay. <laughs> Who knew squirrels would be so tough?
2: That was that was epic. All right. Uh <laughs> Forest Pathfinding. Let's spend some effort.
0: I just saw Rylu give themselves eight hundred and fourteen <laughs> into I'm like <laughs> intriguing. <laughs> you know, just normal recovery roll. Oh, oh is that a one?
2: God. Oh no, I was supposed to roll percentile. <laughs> <but> <laughs> I, I rolled forest pathfinding instead, so go ahead and punish me. Okay, go ahead.
0: <laughs> Do your percentile. <laughs> got me all excited there.
2: Well, no, it's fine because, you know, I, I earned that GM intrusion. Um, I didn't say high or low either. Oh my gosh, what's wrong with me? Um, Alright, let's try this again. Let's do... High. Just go high. 71!
0: Nice. Perfectly safe the rest of the way. I think you all just forged in your packs for lunch rather than stopping after the squirrels. Do you all allow Charlie to roll to ride closer to the forest or do you make them move further out because what happened
3: i don't know anything about the forest so i'm not bothering
2: i'm not going to bother either um i think hillian is super distracted by all of the the dead squirrel things
0: all right so that means for the last part of the day it is Aaron's turn to roll
3: you said we progressed the rest of the day no problem Low. I'm gonna go low. Thirty four.
0: And I was correct. You progressed the rest of the day with no problems. <laughs> um, you have now you are one day away from uh, the mound and you all sit down for dinner. Okay um, with
2: is the area on the map where I marked roughly where we're at?
0: Yes, exactly there. That Perfect. is where you are.
2: Okay.
0: <laughs> okay. So you all stop for dinner. You are unpacking things. May I please get a perception check from all three of
2: you? Since we're breaking full-on perception. Oh my
0: Charlie gosh. gave me a nat 1. Rylou gave me a 5. What's Hillian going to do?
1: Uh, I'm...
0: A 2. That was
1: almost a nat 20. But it's a
2: TD 4. <laughs>
1: and like bumped up the side. <laughs> Yo, we are like... What all did right. Marcus get... <laughs> <laughs> Marcus save us all?
0: You know what? I will give Aaron a second roll for Marcus.
3: Yeah, that's funny. Don't
2: rattle
0: uh, it up. <laughs> no, this is going to be Aaroning
3: it. It's a two. Good God. Help that's, you. Have y'all ever heard of the Will Wheaton curse? Because uh, it's now the Aaron curse. Five,
0: you have had plenty of Nat 20s one, when you need them.
1: A two and a Not two. Not today. We are so perceptive. I have
3: rolled one roll today above a
0: 10. Oh, I'm, above, do- above I'm not talking five. about today, but like <laughs> killing the Jurassic like you rolled and got the right poison. You rolled and got the hit that incapacitated it so you could kill a Jurassic Hey,
3: listen, I got luck sometimes, but I've yes. A, I and roll, that's what I want to focus I on. I rolled above a five once today.
0: <laughs> today is a very unfortunate day for Ryla. <laughs> you all go through dinner. And everything seems okay, Charlie. Mm-hmm. It wasn't. It was a perception check, so.
1: Right. Am I able to before this happens? Roll a recovery die. <laughs> yes,
0: you may absolutely okay, roll recovery. That's,
1: I need uh, to. Oh, that's a six plus. Yeah, that okay. was
0: really good. Okay. I
1: needed that a lot. So
0: well, you can roll two, because you you had all all day to to do stuff. So you can actually roll two more if you need to.
1: That should probably
0: be. Okay. That should get me close at least. All right. So with that one, as you are setting up camp, you didn't notice it until a thorn shoots into your calf. Bollocks it immediately numbs your calf and you sort of stumble to your Mm -hmm. right knee. What do you do?
1: I scream.
3: (laughs) (laughs) You grew up in these forests, but not well.
0: (laughs) You might want to put some points into plant knowledge or something based on, (laughs) or forestry. (laughs) <laughs> it some of your XP. So yeah,
1: uh, no, I think, well, she kind of like stumbles and she probably looks like she can tell that she's losing feeling in an area of her leg. So she's probably like, what the heck? And like, looks down at her leg and then sees this like large needle just like sticking out of it.
0: Yeah. It's um, a good
1: thing. She's not scared of needles.
0: <laughs> so you scream and, Marcus looks over and and you grab their attention and Hillian and Rylu, where are you all?
2: Is is sundown?
0: It is just going down. You are just setting up camp.
2: Um, I'll let Rylu go first.
3: Uh, Rylu pulls out their weapons or their 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 their, their razor rings
2: mm-hmm.
3: and just like turns and then probably
2: sees
0: nothing. And Hillian?
2: Hillian gets angry and starts raging and starts going through a controlled change.
0: Ooh. Okay. So, oh, Charlie, roll a perception check for uh, Marcus, please.
1: Mm-hmm. Oh, that's a nat 20!
0: <laughs> awesome. So Marcus knows exactly what has happened. And it is a plant similar to what you saw in the trap section. Only Mm. this is one that has poison. And
1: Mm. there's
0: this sort of green flower. It's like, it it looks like a daisy sort of. Only the petals are all green and they have what look like razor uh edges on them and it is sort of humping its way towards you 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 can see it's got uh, about three more of the needles like on the edges of each petal starting to target you and marcus is is, is calls out this is not a good camping spot. We gotta go, and immediately g- grabs what they can to throw on the Anine, and says, "Rilu, uh, can you get Charlie up here?" And they're up there, and they they have a hand down. If you can get Charlie over to them, but this thing is moving, and its I mean, move is try. to move closer.
1: Charlie's like limping towards Marcus's hand
0: <laughs> and the, the head that I'm talking about, this like Daisy green razor thing is probably about a foot and a half wide. Like it's, it's pretty big and the plant is really sort of humping itself towards you. And all right. So you try and limp your way over.
1: Mm-hmm. Okay. Am I- feeling any effects of like this poison or is it just that like my leg is
0: numb so far what you feel is that your leg has gone numb oh
1: cool so far that's 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 what i wanted to
0: hear that's very comforting. well uh, i mean you also left the needle in your leg so it is definitely <laughs> doing more
3: i forget do i still have the the, the chirag scented razor rings or did those get cleaned in the town by marcus when when they brought them
0: uh, marcus had them cleaned for you
3: oh okay cool um, yeah I mean Rylu's signature move is hey I'm stronger than most of the people here so I'm going to chuck a razor ring at the damn thing. Yeah. So we'll make a attack. Um, so because it's a light weapon it's one step easier automatically and then I'll put
0: F and in. Marcus would would tell you that if you can cut off the the tulip head it will leave us it will die. It's like oh. it, it it's the head. Get the head.
3: Cool. Uh, so I'm, I'm specialized in light range uh, mm-hmm. or not, no train, not specialized. So that's one step and then it's a light. So that's two steps and I'll put in a level of effort. So three steps mm-hmm. above. So that's going to be a TD four still.
0: Yeah. You, you I rolled a
3: two for people who are listening, but
0: yeah. So yeah, you hit it and you do damage. The ring actually is sort of caught in the stock, but mm-hmm. the stock is about as thick as a person's neck mm-hmm. and so you've you've done some serious damage to it but it is still moving mm-hmm. and in reaction it shoots a needle at you so i'm going to need you to do a speed defense roll please
3: cool so i have two steps in speed defense so it's mm-hmm. uh, cause I'm specialized and i'll put a level
0: up. oh yeah so, easily yeah. misses you easily it just shoots plus. wild i think it it has the pain and it just sort of flings a needle in the di- basic direction, but it does not hit you.
3: Oh, let me see if I have... I don't think I can do this, but let me see if I can. No, I can't. Dang it. I have I have a <sighs> redirect. When someone misses me, I was like, what if I grabbed the needle out of the air and threw it, but I have nothing to throw it at.
0: Alright, so... What's Hallian doing?
2: Uh, Howlian, um Creepy. <laughs> roars. Mm-hmm. And then um, sees kind of where the movement is coming from uh he sniffs the air and then bounds forward and uh claws at the the head
0: okay i'm gonna need you to do an attack and a defense roll okay so which one's first
2: i'll do the attack first
0: okay are you doing anything to make it it does not matter you absolutely hit the head How much damage does
2: your attack do? I believe we said it's a medium, so it'd be four. four.
0: Okay. And if I can get the defense roll, please.
2: Absolutely. Um, Speed? Yes. All right. Um,
0: Actually, no, this is going to be a might might defense defense. because you're... Trampling on. ...it's a reaction to you hitting.
2: Okay. Okay. Uh, So,
0: Howlian rips the head the rest of the way off of the plant and because you did so well how do you avoid the razor leaves from cutting you like you do no damage from it
2: um i believe that is dumb blind luck hallion is a rage beast at this point uh runs in and just manages to avoid um you know the the sharp edges of the leaves like uh, he mm-hmm. stomps on the flats and um, is able to get in there, avoiding thorns, and um, I imagine it's kind of like this enlarged, almost tulip-like bulb, um, like the back of Bulbasaur, mm-hmm. sort of thing. And um, he comes up there and puts uh, one clawed hand on the the root ball area, and then the other one on the underneath side of the bulb, and just mm-hmm. tears it in half, um, and like. Separates them. <laughs>
0: cool. Whew. When this happens, Marcus screams. It's just, oh my god! From and you just see the Anine take off. Marcus panic runs away. From Howlian. Like, has the Anine top speed leaving you all? Because they've never seen Howlion before. They they just saw this thing appear that is terrifying. And that's where we'll end for today.
1: Charlie's laying there broken on the forest floor with her- a <laughs> Can't feel her leg. <laughs> Just yeah, deserted by I have such a
3: cool husband. idea. I'm so excited.
0: Well, I mean, it's Howlian mm-hmm. What do you? I mean, it. I think it's pretty mm-hmm. hard to blame Marcus mm-hmm. for panicking mm-hmm. over a Howlian
3: I'm amazed at the amount of screaming these forest dwellers do, though. Like,
0: yeah. I mean, I think a scream is an honest reaction to a lot of this stuff. I don't care how forest savvy you are. You see 50 dragonfly wing chipmunks coming at you enraged. I'm going to scream.
1: Please, I see a spider egg sack
0: explode into spiders in my house, and I'm going to scream. Oh,
2: yeah. No. No. Um, Real quick, can I roll to after... You know, vivisecting this plant, turning back. Yes. All right. It's a TD two task. It's intellect, and I think that you, Can you can't apply, apply effort effort. if it's an inability.
0: Yeah, it's one step harder.
2: Okay,
3: I'm shocked. It's only a TD
2: two. That's great.
0: Well, he's tier two.
2: No, uh, it's just built into the rules at tier one.
0: Mm-hmm. But... yeah, yep. no problem with an eleven.
2: Yep. So Hillian has vivisected this plant stands at on um, basically on top of the root ball and um is covered in whatever plant viscera
0: <laughs> yeah give me a speed check to see if you can get out of there without stepping on any of the thorns or any of the other <laughs> okay. things
2: i'm gonna play this where there's one effort but I think after the change it's very difficult for hillian to mm-hmm.
0: 18 oh, 18. Not only do you get out of there, but I will give you an advantage of some sort.
2: Let me think on that.
0: Fine. Charlie, after Marcus told you what the plant was when they screamed out about it, you know that this is a territorial plant. There are no other plants that it would allow to survive around that are dangerous as it is. It's it, This is its territory. So killing it. You're pretty safe to rest in camp here, but Marcus is out of sight. Like that Anine is full speed. Gone. But that's where we'll end for today. Thank you. This was really fun. <laughs> How y'all doing?
1: I can't feel my leg. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like this
3: screen cuts to, like, because, like, it cuts to Cage on the ground. It cuts to Hillian like, stumbling after being transformed. It cuts to Rylu and they put a necklace on because their, their plan was, what I thought was going to be cool, was to, like, distract Hilly and run, right? So then it turns to Rylu and Rylou's just standing there confused, and they had thrown on this oddity. It's a necklace. And they're just holographic fish swimming around them. <laughs> and they're just like looking really confused at and hillian while well, like these holographic fish swim around them. And I feel like that's when the screen goes black.
0: Perfect. <laughs> awesome. Well, thank you all for playing with me today. This is really fun. Um, why don't we do our
2: sign offs starting with Kenny? Uh, Yeah. Hi. Um, My name is Kenny. You can find me on Twitter at Punder Drone. When I'm not playing this uh, fun game with these amazing folks, um, I am the narrator of our um, Starfinder campaign that we play every other Saturday. Uh, We are rapidly wrapping up our uh, adventure on book two, Soldiers of Brass on Dawn of Flame Adventure Path. So come check us out and find out what happens at the conclusion of that story. Can I also uh, spoiler... Our, our surprise-y thing? Oh, please do. Okay. Um, on We are streaming on Saturday, the 31st, Halloween. Uh, so we are going to be having a Halloween show uh, where we play something that is not Starfinder. Um, we're going to be playing a game by Craig Campbell called Die Laughing. Um, that is a horror comedy game where we all um, play into the tropes of horror uh movies and um narrate one ourselves. Uh so um and in that show we are also also going to be introducing our uh new permanent cast member for um Experience Point Starfinder. So uh come check us out. Aaron.
3: oh hi uh, I am Aaron. Uh, I've been playing Ryloo and um, I don't really have that many plugs right now. So feel free to come chat with me on Twitter at Um I'm, I'm on there retweeting quite a bit, and uh, yeah, I, my my Twitch is currently on a hiatus uh, to be determined on when it is coming back. But I did just order a new camera, so maybe it'll be soon. That's not why I haven't been streaming, but like maybe that'll <laughs> motivate me to get back into it. We'll see. Uh, yeah. So thanks for thanks for hanging out.
1: Hey, everybody, I'm Cage, uh, and you can find all of my social streams, podcasts, and creative projects on my website, ragecagerugger.com. That's R-A-G-E-K-A-G-E-R-U-G-G-E-R.com. Uh, and that also includes my YouTube, in which I recently uploaded the recording from the uh, uh, D&D adventure that I DM'd on my channel, um, as well as uh, it's the adventure that I wrote. So if you want to check out a playthrough of the Bruski Jubilee, You can find
0: that on my YouTube channel. Wonderful. And I'm Kelric, your narrator. I play, I do this every other week. And on alternating Saturdays, I'm in our Starfinder campaign. I'm really looking forward to our Halloween event. And I am planning on starting to stream Tuesday evenings from six or seven until about nine playing destiny two so if anyone's interested in joining i have one friend we need one more for our fire team um and that's about it for now so thank you once again for joining us this has been absolutely amazing to me i've had a lot of fun and i look forward to getting to the mound next week oh we've also started a world anvil so I believe all of the characters are now connected to Cuminera and I am starting to throw articles up there for you so you can see where we've come from and who our characters are and different elements of our Numenera world. So you can find that link in uh, on our YouTube channel and I'll put it up on our Twitter and it'll be all over the place because I'm putting a lot of work into it. So, bye. 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 Thank you for watching or listening to Cumanera. If you're looking for more TTRPG podcasts in your life, we recommend checking out all of the shows on the Be Gay Roll Dice Network. Every show there is fantastic, and who doesn't want more LGBTQIA content? If you like what we create, then you should also listen to our Starfinder cast, a story utilizing paizo's starfinder system we have an awesome cast of folks following the dawn of flame adventure path and improving our way into fun and funny situations you can easily find us and all of our recent episodes on our website exqueriencepoints.com we thank you so much for listening and supporting us and please don't forget to leave a review on itunes and wherever you listen to your media bye
1: The remnants of the fear and rage of the last war still stalk the world, waiting to tear humanity to shreds. Noble demons lurk at the world's margins, sure of their power and heedless of the lives they crush. Enormous automatic siege weapons lie sleeping under the placid fields of a melted world, ready to spring to life and programmed to kill. But don't worry, we're here with you. Welcome to Sword of Symphonies. Join Cobb, Tissa, and Penelope as they navigate the dangerous world of Imelta, discover the secrets of its past, and most importantly, look out for each other. I'm Kat, your host, your king, and the game designer behind this actual playtest campaign. I'm thrilled to meet you. I'm Kathleen, producer, composer, and the one who puts the show together. Join us every week at PeachGardenGames.com to hear the fruits of My Game Design and My Sound Design sort of symphonies. Together, we can survive.